Okay. Uh, some narcissists, they don't fulfill their end of the bargain, but yet they'll turn around and they'll blame you. So they tend to be a little bit messy when it comes to uh, contracts or the terms of the contract, whether it's an emotional contract, spiritual contract, a uh, financial contract, what have you. Narcissists tend to expect everyone to fulfill their part of the contract, yet they will not fulfill their part of it. Narcissists tend to project onto others. They tend to um, perhaps sometimes they will emotionally blackmail someone to carry more of the weight of the relationship or contract, you know, so, you know, it tends to be one-sided. It tends to be unequally yoked, but narcissists tend to be on, when it comes to their part of the contract, they tend to not fulfill that. Therefore the way they conduct themselves when it comes to fulfilling their part of the contract or their bargain, their part of the bargain, right? They tend to be messy, right? And they, they expect everybody else to be dressed, right? Dress. They expect everybody else to be perfect. They better not make any mistakes, right? They better not uh, slight. Narcissists are notorious for perceiving slights. The key word is perceive, right? It's not even reflective of reality, but yet they will look at themselves as a victim and swear up and down that you have slighted him or her, or you have offended him or her, you know, because you did not fulfill your obligation, okay? The terms of, the, of an imaginary contract at that, right? Terms of an imaginary contract, curse language, smear campaign, pulling telekinesis, bad luck energy, karmic loop, threats of harm, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde complex, false accusations and keeping secrets. All of these things are what happens in a narcissist relationship. Sometimes they will do these things in front of an audience and everybody goes along with this madness. Why? because some people may not really understand and understand what's actually going on because they're being gaslit into believing something that's actually not true. Unfortunately, the narcissist can do this for a long period of time. It's sometimes it's kind of, it has kind of like a, a sleight of hand energy to it. And very often uh, in order to keep control, the narcissist will do this in a wash rinse and repeat fashion. So reading the fine print is something that most people, you know, they're not going to even know to do because they don't know about the contract. So let me get into the curse language, manipulation, deceit or lies, insults, cursing or using bad words, character assassination, smear campaigning, gossip, spreading rumors. I touched on some of this already, but when a narcissist is using the curse language, it's often to not only obtain source supply, I mean, overall, yes, contain, obtaining source of supply, but to maintain control or obtain control, right? For fuel, sometimes for sport, they would do this. It's not just about using profanity, okay? Sometimes they use the word salad. They will sometimes use a particular tone of voice. They will repeat certain phrases. It's almost like they're putting a person under a spell, okay? Or hypnotizing him or her. This is part of the narcissist curse language.
All right. <clears throat> Now,、uh, out of the four communication styles, narcissists often favor aggressive and passive-aggressive. Okay, unfortunately, an effective and effective aspect of the narcissist's crazy-making is how very clever and skillful he or she becomes with the use of their tone of voice, along with certain gestures, key phrases, and words. Applying, applying. Neurolinguistic programming, or NLP, and word salad, are tactics that some narcissists will often use when communicating with others in order to possibly bait them for gaslighting. Okay, so、um, the four communication styles: assertive, passive, aggressive, and passive-aggressive. Some of you already know about a lot of us, actually, who have been in narcissist relationship. We know about this. Narcissists will have one. Or all of these communication styles, but they often will use this to maintain control. Okay, they use these things in order to get people to believe what they want them to believe. Okay, now narcissists often are very guarded. What are they often focused on? Control. Okay, narcissists tend to take on a cynical stance when it comes to authentic connections with those who do not behave like they do. So, narcissists they tend to be very suspicious. I mentioned this already of people, especially people that don't behave like they do. Okay, they 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 kind of look at people sideways. They are they always you know it's almost like they they're looking for the other shoe to drop. If you are nice to him or her, for instance, they often turn up on being、uh, cruel to you because they think that you're taking something out of their playbook, and that is using nice to manipulate. Narcissists often do this. So when you're being nice to him or her, right? When actually you're perhaps you're just showing kindness, right? But they often have a cynical stance. Okay, they they often look at you suspiciously, and they're looking at you sideways. Like, okay, why are you being so nice to me? Right. <laughs> so narcissists they look at that as a form of manipulation or your attempts to manipulate him or her. Narcissists they're often about the control, not the connection. Control versus connection. Narcissistic personality will more than likely value control rather than connection, and are under the delusion that terms. Of a contractual obligation does not apply to him or her. This is usually the reason behind their treat. They're tending to be messy on their end of the bargain or contractual obligation with others. Okay, I did mention that earlier, but narcissists they tend to be messy on their end of the contract, on their end of the bargain. They usually don't hold up their end. Okay, but it, they're kind of messy about it, right? Sometimes very messy. To the point where people often feel that they've been cheated, right? They have been、uh, played. They've been had. But if you do that, right? If another person does that, the narcissist will never forgive, or they don't seem to forgive. They they tend to hold grudges for a long time, even if they perceive the slight that actually didn't take place. So this is why it's very difficult to have a relationship with narcissists or those who have a narcissist personality because you, it's almost like you damn if you do, if you damn if you don't, right? It's just it's, you can't win, right? So the imaginary contract and the terms of it, or the fine print, 
or the claws, right? People often can get set up from not knowing about it, right? The narcissist will, of course, not tell them that they have this imaginary contract because it's something the narcissist creates, right? It's a secret. It's a secret. That's one of their dark secrets. They often create in secret these imaginary contracts and they hold people to it, right? And when people don't fulfill those or they don't, <laughs> you know, it's, you really, it's hard to even call it a bargain, really. It's not even really fair to call it a bargain because a bargain means that people have to come to an agreement, right? But narcissists, because they are deceptive in their ways, they tend to be quite serpentine in their ways. People don't really know what they're getting into. Yet, it's a contract. And now the narcissist is like, well, no, you agreed to this and that, right? <laughs> they may try to gaslight people into believing that they actually agreed to it. But when they are under emotional duress, right? Or they're under duress of some sort, the narcissist will still say, nope, that's fair. You agreed, right? Third party situations, for instance, narcissists are doing underhanded things to try to gain at other people's expenses. They're not playing fair. They're playing dirty, yet they will still expect people in the third party situation to fulfill their end of the contractual obligation. Tool number one, take steps to become more aware of where and who you are now. Don't allow your narcissist to bring you to shame over their poor choices of yesteryear. And many narcissists like to keep in the past and they want to remind you of the bad things you did, right? They don't look at maybe some of the good things you did. Okay, so try to take these steps here to be aware of where you are right now and who you are right now. Keep it in the now. Okay, so don't allow the narcissist to bring you to shame because they will promote, they will uh, project their shame onto you. As I was stating earlier, they will have the guilt, the shame. They're projecting that onto others, but they expect others to fulfill their part of the contract by taking that. Those are the terms of the contract to take all the BS and don't protest, right? So don't allow your narcissist to bring you to shame over prior choice or over their poor choices, right? Of yesteryear. They made a lot of mistakes. They made some poor choices, perhaps concerning you. Okay, more than likely they did, but they're not holding themselves accountable. They won't even talk to you about it, right? They don't want you to bring it up. That's part of the imaginary contract. Don't talk about it. Don't, you know, don't, don't, uh, they may say something like, they may actually say this. They may say, don't um, bring up my stuff without bringing up your stuff or something like that, right? So they don't want you to challenge them. Narcissists like to remain under arrested development. They don't want to face a lot of their unresolved issues. And if you point them out, right, then they're ready to, to perhaps, you know, have the rage tactics or use rage tactics to get you back in line. Tool number two, accept that you're outgrowing narcissistic relationships. Contracts of yesteryear are null and void due to broken promises, deceit, and discard. Because when they join somebody else, that's a new contract. Narcissists often have all these contracts that they don't fulfill. No wonder they're paranoid sometimes, looking over their shoulders. They think they're victims. Everybody's after them, all this, because they have pulled a lot of shenanigans. There may be plenty of people who want their head on the platter, so to speak. 
Next tool, <laughs> remember that your life has purpose. You have a story and you're now experiencing your journey of life. Try not to be so afraid to start a new chapter. Narcissists often have a catch-22, okay? They have an imaginary contract. And within that imaginary contract are often terms that we don't know about, okay? So this is where the catch-22 comes in. A catch-22 is a condition, circumstance, situation, challenge, issue, regulation, or policy which prevents any solution to be obtained due to contradictions. So we often see this in narcissistic relationship. Now, for people who are in narcissist relationships, narcissists often misuse him or her, which can cause injury. Okay, so whenever the rages of the narcissist occurs due to perceived threats, it is a simple, it is simple survival to the narcissist to remain alive. Therefore, misuse okay, or uh, awful tactics are not perceived by him or her as misuse or wrong. The narcissist would be crazy not to misuse or inflict injury upon others in order to survive and restore their false self images, even if he or she completely understood who and what their true nature is or their essence or the way that they are. If, they, if a narcissist really understands and overstands, you know, what and, you know, what they represent and who they are, uh, this is uh, applicable right here. It still won't deviate from them behaving the way that they do. Okay. All right. The medical terminology of narcissistic injury is traditionally provided based on the perspective of narcissists and some who have a cluster personality type. Okay, excluding those who have experiences uh, rages that the so-called narcissistic injury that are called narcissistic injury, right? So a lot of the times when we hear about narcissistic injury, it is often taught or explained from the perspective of the narcissist, not from those who have experienced it on the receiving end. So the rhetorical question is, what is, what is the result of one who is experiencing narcissistic rage at the hands of the narcissist? who is experiencing narcissistic injury. Okay, so what happens to those of us who are in these relationships with him or her? More than likely, they will continue to uh, endure psychological, emotional, spiritual, and spiritual, uh, pardon me, or physical injury or more misuse, okay, for the duration of the relationship. So this is an unhealthy relationship, a dysfunctional relationship with people who are internally wounded, perhaps, right? Because some narcissists, they're not doing this because they have unresolved issues and wounds and childhood traumas. Okay, so um, some of these individuals, uh, they may have maladaptive coping skills. They may use certain things to cope, okay? Or they may have poor coping skills in order to deal with the reality that they are in a narcissist relationship. And that doesn't just go for those of us on the receiving end. That also goes for the narcissist, even though it may seem like they're winning. No, they just set things up to uh, for their advantage, okay? So they rig the narcissistic game, right, for other people to lose. So it may look like they're winning for a while, but what is the cost? What is the cost of them keeping this charade or the, the facade going. Narcissists often salivate over the rewards of what they think they're going to get by getting over on other people. 
instead of looking at the cost of what they do. They don't look at the long term. You know, a lot of us have heard that narcissists, even from our own personal experiences in these relationships, we know and we have come to learn that narcissists, act, you know, they actually lack foresight. They don't look at what they do. They don't look at the long-term ramifications. They don't look at the long-term effects. So when they are claiming narcissistic injury, it is often an excuse to continue to behave as they do. Therefore, they may cause damages. They may cause further uh, uh, harm to other people. So again, all of this is the catch-22. You're in a narcissist relationship. Okay, you may want to resolve the issue, but even by resolving the issue, it's like you're still stuck. So it's kind of like a dark victory. It's kind of like you damn if you do and you damn if you don't, right? So very often narcissists, they create these false images, but they also create a uh, imaginary contract, okay, with certain terms and clauses that we, of course, we would never think to to inquire about. We wouldn't know about it because first of all, we don't even know about the imaginary contract. It's only in the mind of the narcissist and they expect other people to fulfill these uh, terms. They expect other people to fulfill the contract. Narcissists are notorious for going into rages when he or she perceives any threat to their false self. So narcissists who experience narcissistic injury you know, they go into rages and they often choose to utilize misuse tactics, okay, or diabolical tactics to re-injure uh, others or cause other people uh, harm, okay? And then they will make excuses for it. They will justify it because they have to survive. Their false self-image is at stake. So to the, in the mind of the narcissist, perhaps, this is all, you know, when they... Uh, claim narcissistic injury, and then they go into the rage tactics. This is all justifiable to him or her. This is logical to him or her to do this because they're trying to survive. So if they didn't do these things, they would be crazy not to do it. Okay? So it's, it's, And even if they come to understand and understand who they really are and what they do and they, they know what they stand for, once again, this is applicable. If they did not do these things in order to survive, they would deem themselves as insane. They must be crazy not to do this. But because they want to live and survive, they do these things that to other people may cause some damages. There's the catch-22.